Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Bit Effect. Today, we are talking about three quarters of the way through Punch-Out for the Wii. Uh, we'll see you on the other side. Suit up. Put your gloves on. Um, dip your hands in honey and then gummy bears and sprinkles or something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we'll see you on the other side. Okay, get the music. With me to discuss Punch-Out for the Wii, uh, which we will henceforth refer to as Punch-Out, not <laughs> for the Wii, we're just going to call Punch-Out, uh, are my good friends Mike, Howdy, and the best damn cut man in the business, Craig. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, <laughs> eight, nine, ten, knockout! <laughs> Alright, so... Uh, we went over a lot of the specifics of what makes Punch-Out different, um, how what our history was with Punch-Out last episode. This episode will be shorter just due to that fact that we already discussed a lot of the whoa, whoa. Uh, mechanics. Whoa. Whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. Now I have history with Punch-Out. You can't, well, you can't glaze over into, last week. If you would have let me finish, I would okay, have said funny. a lot of the mechanics were taken care of, so we'll be, you know, we won't be touching on that. But we will still discuss how we feel about the Wii game and our history with it. Mm. You can you can see the script, Craig. Why, why can't you just read it? <laughs> like any of this is scripted. This is sound scripted. <sighs> no. If this is scripted, we have the best writer in the business for making people sound like they don't quite know what they're doing. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so since Craig is so hot to talk about his history with the Wii game, uh, Craig, let's start with you. After yes, the stats. Um, I'm sorry, I had to do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, so uh, as a different turn of events, this Punch-Out game was developed by Next Level Games, uh, somebody that we here on the Bit Effect have a history with. Does anybody know the other Next Level game we did? No Googling. He reaches mansion free. Hey, 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 we have a winner. Although that's not on the Wikipedia thing. I was thinking, I know next level games, but they're not showing it on this um, wiki thing. They're showing random stuff. NHL Hits they, Pro. Whatever that is. Uh, yeah, that was the thing. They, they, they have a kind of on and off history with Nintendo properties, because they also did the Super Mario uh, Strikers uh, mm, games. Yes. That was a good Which, game. They are fantastic wow. games. Yeah, like, like absolutely. We should play that instead of punch out for the Wii. Oh, okay. Uh, so this was directed by, and this is very strange. I get to use um, English names. Uh, Jason Carr and Mike Englehart were the directors, and the artist was one Eddie Visser. Um, that that was a lot smoother. Uh, I do apologize for always butchering Japanese names, but this was released on the Wii in 2009 for North America and then Europe and Japan both got it in May and July of 2009 this was re-released uh, on the Wii U as you know one of the Wii downloadable titles and I might I just say fine choice a fine choice for a downloadable Wii game this is like one of 10 games to own a Wii for so uh, good choice mm -hmm. uh, that's right. Red Steel and... um Red Steel is great to prop up a door that maybe is slightly no. ajar. Red Steel no. is a terrible Red Steel game. Two looks nice. No, no, uh, you're both uh, absolutely it, it, wrong. Uh, it looked nice. I don't. I'm not sure if it played great. Uh, Grim is a really big okay. defender of Red Steel too, and we've yelled at each other about it. It's terrible. Mm. <laughs> um, oh, Wii Motion Plus. Think of that. Yeah, so instead of you waggling side to side, it now registers waggling up and down. Um, okay, so uh, this was also available on the NVIDIA Shield, which is where we all played it, right? Of course. Of course. All right. Uh, so those Chinese-only NVIDIA Shields, we are all over that just for you. Uh, okay, so history with Punch-Out, Craig. Uh, I have no history. Of course you don't. Um... I've got a history with the Wii, and I've got a history with um, 
Super Punch Out from last week, but other than that, nothing else. And so you decided to make it. When did the Wii come out? I don't want to say a date, but wasn't it like 2005, 2006? Is it? Ah, okay. Um, this is what a 2009 game, is it? Yeah, it's 2009. Uh, the Wii came out in 2006 of November in North America, at least. I, I don't know if it was worldwide. Hmm. So, so ah, quite quite was. a mature title, then. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Especially for a $250 system. Wow, I can't remember the Wii being that expensive. Jeez. Anyway, we got a bit sidetracked. So, Craig, no, 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 you have history because you decided to interrupt with um, your little blurb about the history with the Punch-Out. So, so your history? Um, yeah, I played half of the last Punch-Out game last oh, week. That... Wow. Uh, do you want to you kind of section that off and we'll do a separate episode for your history with Punch-Out? Because that seems long and storied. Uh-huh. I think, I think we should actually... I need a monologue episode. <laughs> all right look for that in your patreon feeds all right so uh mike do you have anything specific about punch out for the week <laughs> yeah yeah i saw i saw all the promotional stuff of this coming out um it's, it's a dark moment i know we're all taking the piss out of the Wii at the moment but but when my parents have <laughs> owned a nintendo Wii before me <laughs> i thought something had gone wrong um and a couple of years later, I was working with some guy in, in a bank, and he, he said to me, oh, I've got a Wii, but the case and has you fallen said, All right, off I'll, it. You can use your bathroom break? <laughs> Good. But no, he literally said, I've got a broken Wii. Do you want to buy it off me? And I said, I'll give you 40 quid for it. And uh, and this was what probably two years after it had come out. Uh, my parents already had one, but I never really even touched it. I just saw him playing Wii, Wii Play and... The Wii Sports, I can't remember. Yeah. Playing that a little bit. And I was like, oh, I don't give a shit if my older brother can play bloody Wii Bowling. I don't really care. Um, and I just I just left it at that. And then he, he mentioned it. He had a broken broken one. And he said, it doesn't work. I don't know why. Do you want to buy it off me for 40 quid? And for some reason I said, yeah, okay. <laughs> and uh, so I, I took it. I took it home straight away. I repaired the whole thing and learned all about the Wii and then... Uh, started playing a few games. Um, Punch Out was one I was looking forward to, and I got it straight away, and gave it a blast. Um, initially, Punch Out for the Wii looked like a disaster in waiting. It was oh, it was really? not going to be a Japanese game. It had somewhat cell shaded, but somewhat funky Marvel versus Capcom Infinite vibes about its sort of style i don't know it looked a bit it was like a budget mobile game before budget mobile games existed 3d ones <laughs> those are that's, that's words, the vibe Mike. i was getting <laughs> i know this is terrible and there was nothing there was nothing being shown to me that made it amazing apart from what i've mentioned on the previous story which was i played punch out on the nes at a young age and it had left a very good impression on me um so from that point it was like it's, it seemed like a big gamble to me, but as it got closer and closer, I just went, "Yeah, I'm I'm playing this no matter what," and uh, yeah, that was that was my brief history of it. What about you, Dave? Uh, well, uh, out of all the systems I own, the one I dislike the most is the Wii. So uh, my Wii library is was not exactly huge, and it still really isn't that big. It's it's you know maybe. Whatever, that doesn't matter. Anyway, um, so for me, hearing that Nintendo's going to revive Punch-Out like 15 years later was like, oh, hey, this is this is great. Um, so, I mean, I already had my Wii because Super Mario Brothers, new Super Mario Brothers Wii was a thing and like everybody had to have it. So I, I did have that. So I didn't have to get the system or anything. But um uh, I was really excited for this game, like enough to go uh, actually start looking things up about it back in those good old 2009 days. And once I heard, uh-oh, motion controls, uh-oh, balance board, uh-oh, 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 uh, I, I didn't put a pre-order down for it, and I kind of waited for it to drop a little bit, down to, like, the Nintendo Selects, uh, if you remember those. 
I did pick it up, and I really shouldn't have waited. Uh, it was, it's, well, we'll talk about it. Um, I was pleasantly surprised, and I thought to myself, well, Punch-Out is back. They're, they're going to make another one. And I'm still waiting for another one. I, I think it would work great on the Switch. Um, so I think Punch-Out fans are probably in the same boat as F-Zero fans at this point. Um, so, yeah, uh, this was very much a love at first sight when I finally did play it kind of game for me. So, speaking of first sight, um, it definitely shakes up the visuals. How do you guys feel about that? Um, I, I, I didn't, like, just on first impressions, I didn't take to this near as much as Super Punch-Out. Like I said in the last episode, I didn't feel like it was such a big event. The, the crowd in the background are quite darkened, and you've got this, like more cartoony feel to it felt it didn't feel as good it felt like the the balance had tipped the wrong way aesthetically for me really okay yeah. uh, has, has that changed after playing it or are you still in that i prefer the aesthetics of super punch out oh no I, like i still prefer like i can hand on heart say i prefer super punch out the look of it yeah Okay, uh, Mike. Like you don't you you don't see the crowd. The crowds are all it's dark and gloomy, and you feel like it's focused on the fighters a bit more. But I think it loses the the event spectacular type bit of it. Uh there I'm going to disagree with you on because uh, to me the crowd never really added anything. Um, I I think the focus on the animation. Of the fighters, how everything, like, surprisingly fluid and smooth and wonderful outlines on a Wii title. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm, like, diametrically opposed to you. I think Super Punch-Out, while great for SNES, is just handily smashed by the the animation style, the character design, the way people move um, of Punch-Out for the Wii. Mike, you're the tie vote here. Yeah, you've Dave, you you, you pissed me off. <laughs> you, just, you stole my segment. But oh, I'm um, sorry. Let's let's rewind back. So I first see I first see it, alarm bells start going off, what's gonna happen? This could be terrible. And what happens? You let's skip that title screen for the moment, but the second you load up your first fight you're presented by a little animated short, which it to me is is terrible. <laughs> These animations are they're just so so oh so bad budget. They've got stupid cheesy cheesy extra versions of the songs, and you're like, oh my god! And that's set the scene already. So I'm I'm sat there and thinking, right, this has gone from that. that all right, well, let's spoil it. The title screen, excellent. The music comes in, everything you want going on in the game straight away, perfect. But then that animation comes in and you think, right, no, I was wrong. This game's going to be absolute garbage. And the next second, all of these, all you come into the ring and you're like, um, well, it looks a bit low, low poly. Well, I don't know, a little low budget with the, with the actual models. But then when it starts to come to life, you're like, this, this isn't too bad actually. It's quite fluid. It's all. Quite colourful. It feels, you know, all of a sudden you're like going, "I'm not a hundred percent. I don't know. I'm, I'm getting mixed messages. Where where am I standing with this?" But you know, by the time you've had like one or two rounds, you're sort of like going, "Actually, it's it's a new it's a new sort of direction," and I think I I better give them a bit of slack because this actually looks this actually looks the part, and it you know it. I was surprised. I was really surprised about by such quick reversals of thinking. What's it going to be like? But eventually, I ended up in the. This is fluid. It looks nice. Sounds perfect. And uh, yeah, just just a couple of rounds in, I'd I'd been spun back from disaster dump dump fire thing to very very nice. Very. Uh, this could be the one. That was sort of what I was thinking. Well, okay. So so here's something I'm curious about because whenever even even when this was new. 
my expectations were not very high, not because I didn't think Next Level could do it. I mean, I didn't have much uh, to reference with Next Level besides, you know, Super Mario Strikers. I didn't play many of the other games. I didn't like I Super Mario Strikers as much as you two, by the way. I, I thought it was quite a basic. Okay, so you don't think it's the best soccer game ever. It's it's only a good <laughs> soccer game. It's, it's okay. It's possible. Possible, I thought. All right, all right. That's fair. That's fair. You're wrong. You're fired. Um... <laughs> But I always have low, really low expectations for the Wii. Like, like um, Mike, you're talking about polygon count. Uh, name me a Wii game with a good polygon count. Is that Xenoblade like, Chronicles? A star? It looks, got- it looks like angry triangle people fighting angry triangle monsters. Center Punishment Two, Zack and Wiki. Uh, okay, I might give you, I might Mario give you Galaxy. Z- Zack and Wiki, Zack and Wiki. That's that's a bit of a cheat, but. Um, I'll give you Mario Galaxy 2. I'll give you that. But like 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 I I I didn't walk into this with high expectations because it was a Wii game. It wasn't a PS3 game, it wasn't 360. It wasn't even like PS2. Um so did you guys have high hopes for Wii games back then out of curiosity? Well, it's I don't think that's really what I'm, I I think it's more a case of just there's something about smooth, fluid gameplay which which works good with this sort of game, and that's that's what what got me. It was going into the week. I thought everything was going to be terrible. You know, I was hoping most of the time. I was just thinking, I'm not going to have to get the GameCube out anymore because this thing's backwards compatible. <laughs> that's what I use mine for. <laughs> <laughs> but that's exactly what I'm doing with a PS5 today. I, I'm playing a PS4 Pro without a jet engine, so you know, nothing's changed, does it? Not really, no. But I mean, I mean, like, 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 even today, it's it's a surprise to find a good Wii game. Not the baseline. Like when I play my 360, when I play my PS3, I expect a good game. I'm surprised yeah. when it's not good. With the Wii, I'm always surprised when it is good. It's like, oh, wow, who'd have thought Death Junior wasn't a great game? Duh. Um, so yeah, that, that's a little surprising that that you were expecting uh, higher out of the Wii. Because even by this well, point, by like 2009. Sorry, go ahead. The Wii's a bit of a... The Wii has a little... It has its little moments. It has its things. You know, it's got Sakura Wars, So Long My Love, which admittedly is a PS2 port. It's got, like, the, the Trauma trauma Team and, you know, all those sort of games. Yeah, but they, even Trauma Team is very low things. poly. Very low. Yeah. And admittedly, I think a lot of stuff I did replay on the Wii U then, which has potentially slightly upsampled graphics on, on Ooh, I'm not sure about that that might be a good point uh, I mean it's definitely porting it in HDMI I, was, I did invest in all the all the different cables so I was trying anything to try and make the Wii look as, as beautiful as it possibly could <laughs> uh, you know I, I've got a big I've got a big box in the loft which is basically just random weird cables I was this was also during the time that I was doing uh, having my first go at or my only go at, at YouTube streaming and things like that. So this would have been what 2010, a good good while back. So it's sort of like um, I was playing about with anything possible, gold plated, whatever whatever you could get. <laughs> uh, yeah, that weird USB HDMI dongle thing that you'd slap on the end of it. I remember that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, for craziness. All right, Craig, you're 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 being kind of quiet. Uh, what are mm-hmm. your expectations when you say when let's say I pick a game and then you're like, okay, what's it on? And I say the Wii. What what runs through your brain at that moment? Ah, uh, it's always it's always a um, a super sad time. Like for me, I think the Wii was not rock bottom, but it, it the bar was low for that compared to. Pretty m- unless you started suggesting Atari games for Retro Rewind or something like it was, <laughs> it was pretty much ah uh, Wii game. It's gonna be not the best. It's gonna be a Wii game. It's gonna be a Wii game. It's gonna unnecessarily use motion control in some way, and I'm gonna despair. But let's get away from the motion control for a second because we have to. We're, we're talking graphics here, right? Yeah. Let's let's say the the most common thing said about the Wii was the Wii is nothing more than two GameCubes strapped together and put in yep. a box. Yeah, that's all everyone said. But to me, you have to remember this is before our current podcast where we always say Resident Evil Four 
that's a bit long in the tooth, isn't it? At the time, yeah. the GameCube was the that has got the definitive Resident Evil 4 version. Two GameCubes strapped together is Resident Evil 5, isn't it? But it wasn't, obviously. But I mean, <laughs> you know, to, I don't see how that can really be, you know. Admittedly, I don't think two GameCubes strapped together ever got there for the Wii. I don't think it ever got to that. Maybe one and a bit. But, uh, one in the cooling fan. <laughs> I think that was very generous saying two GameCubes strapped together, to be honest. Well, I mean, I mean, I, let's also be honest. I am not good with tech specs. I, I don't know about tech specs. All I can tell you is what's on my screen. And yeah, I, I, I can sort of see that. But I mean, um, it w- was definitely a disappointment for me after the GameCube because I was a GameCube guy. Like if it was multi-platform, I was getting it on the GameCube, um, which led to a lot of droughts with the GameCube. But I still like the GameCube. Um, yeah, there was, and I know there's a lot of nostalgia for the Wii now. So if you like the Wii, don't take us three as bashing it as ah, blah, blah, blah. it's fine. It's fine. If you like it, you like it. Um, but yeah, um, anytime the Wii is brought up, it's always kind of like Craig. Ugh, 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 ugh. Yeah. I, I think apart this from Twilight Princess, Twilight Princess was the exception. Uh, yeah, I really liked that on the GameCube. That was a good game on the GameCube. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, but you got to flick. Oh my god, it's motion... You got to flick a sword to... Nah, I'm not even... Craig, nope. shut up. Nope, shut up. You didn't play Skyward Sword. Alright, I had to play Skyward Sword. You shut up. <laughs> um, but but in terms of this, I, I as... Uh, let's, let's say web cartoon, as this looks sometimes, I still think this is very good for the Wii. Like, you could up-res this to another system, and it would look pretty good. Like, if they came out with this for the Switch, just an up-res port, I still think it would look really good. Like, this is, uh, along with Mario Galaxy, this is one of the uh, standards I would hold up with the Wii in terms of... No, this is... If you put work into it, this is what the Wii can do. It's smooth. And, uh, it's very smooth. It, it is insanely smooth. Um... So, yeah, uh, so Craig, all right, uh, you prefer Super Punch-Out? That's perfectly fine. Um, but maybe love- maybe I'm, go- I'm going through a mini-bust. Like, I played this one much, much less, and I turned off the motion controls after about half a fight. Um, yeah, that's you never, ever turn on the motion controls for Wii games. No, it's not worth it, but maybe I'm going through a wee bit of honeymoon period because I just came off the back of beating Sandman and feeling so good about the SNES. <laughs> To then go straight into this, I, it could it could just be those you know like recent played feelings because it does it does look great. I'm not I'm not bashing it in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, no, that's fine. It's fine. Even if you said, "Hey, this looks like a, a really crappy Newgrounds web cartoon," that's fine. Um, one thing that is let's set, let's set down a ground rule about this though. The, the truth is, it, this is an American company responsible for creating it but i'm pretty sure just like luigi's mansion 3 there's a there's a small group in there supervising every single thing oh yeah i'm sure (laughs) it's a lot like retro with metroid prime they're they're in there and they're making Mm. sure things are okay i mean you don't want another you know mario cdi game to come out of this or zelda cdi game to come out of this no Um, it shows it shows (laughs) the amount of flashing and crazy crazy visual stuff going on on the screen is like you know, it's 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 a good evolution of Punch Out visually, de- definitely. I mean, once you get past that initial, oh god, this is different. One once that's out of the way, it's suddenly onto. Well, here's all the new stuff. Here's the fluidity of it. Here's the here's the the impact, the feel of it, and everything. Like this, this is where I think the game shifts back a bit from Super Punch Out more to the original for me. In that that impact feels like it's back and it's it's front and forefront. You you feel you know. I'm pretty sure there's even there must be rumble in there when you're doing all the attacks. I can't I can't remember now. I didn't. I only played through emulation this time, but it it just feels meaty. It feels very the whole boxing in this one. Uh, too many flashes, probably ep- epilepsy inducing, but uh, <laughs> it's you know. It it just feels it feels like there's there's the right sort of special effects on punches and things like that. Just uh, makes me think of like Street Fighter, Street Fighter Alpha Three, where they introduced you know all the funny 
PlayStation specific um, hit attack sort of special effects and stuff like that. I don't know. I just get that sort of vibe from it. It's sort of like built on what exists, brought it into 3D, but also added its own little sheen on top. Quite and a... see, I'm a little bit different from you. I think this divorces itself from the NES punch out visually and gameplay wise as much as possible while still maintaining the same franchise. Like that's what I mean. There's there's a floaty area that exists in, I think, because it it, it feels it does sort of feel like a 3D boxing game in a weird way, but it's also the 2D mechanics of the existing one. So it's I don't there's some there's something in there, I don't know, but I think there's a secret source that sort of works well for it. I don't know. Um, like, like, and 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 I, some of the reason why I like this as much as I do is some of the reason why I like Super Punch Out over the NES one. They, they, I mean, you punch Glass Joe, croissants come flying out. It, it, it is, it is so over the top. I mean, that's what screams an American company to me is the so over the top Saturday morning cartooniness of it. Whereas Super Punch-Out still tried to maintain a little bit of realism in terms of, like, you know, body proportions. and thing. I mean, you punch somebody, now they got rubber face. I mean, their face just moves when you punch them. Um, I absolutely love the the cartooniness of this game. I know a lot. Some well, people original, did have problems with... Oh, go ahead. Not the original, but the NES one did have a lot of that. You hit them and you get the, the, the shocked expression face popping up over and over. But it wasn't as... It wasn't animated, really. No, like, I mean, you couldn't at the in, time, yeah. yeah. It feels so like I, that's taken on into a fluid fluid motion thing. I don't know. Do you guys have a problem with how cartoony this is, as opposed to Super Punch-Out? I, I don't. I, I, think it, I think it's quite fitting, to be honest. Like, it's it's not a super serious game at all. I think if, if it tried to be a super serious game, it would probably fall flat. <laughs> like most Wii games. Okay, so um, I'm not quite sure how to do this because um, kind of the same as last week, uh, I, I was the only one that finished it, and I don't want to have another... Let's let Dave explain Punch-Out Boxers. You know, I I, I don't want to do that. Um, so what do you say we... we uh, each of you guys um, talk up, uh, up to where you guys left off. You know what I mean? And then once we hit that point, we'll I'll I'll you know like name the box or say what's special about them and then kind of call it, um, on well, that. So okay. So so the first the first one starts off with Glass Joe, which, as you say, is some sort of French dude, and he's your introductory easy pushover type boxer. And I'm proud to say that he did not beat me, unlike Gabby J. Good man. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing or not because who who the hell knows? I, I, I don't know if he was supposed to be. It's Glass Joe. Yeah. Um. After him, we've got some dude who's also wearing. He's got trousers and suspenders and a mustache. He does have a mustache. Uh, that would be Ivan Kaiser. Yeah, uh, our delegate from Germany, uh, who has um probably should get that head tick checked out, a uh, doctor. Before he punches, <laughs> um, it's very telegraphed <laughs> ridiculousness, and like you can completely counter him to death if he if he hits like left, just hit left and job done. Uh, Boom. Yeah. Um. Now, now, uh, one thing I want to ask you, Craig, is because you're colorblind. Uh, I'm sorry mm-hmm. to out you. Um. Did you notice the flash of red before anybody hits? No. Okay, so so before anybody attacks, they turn red. Like, it is very much a visual indicator of, okay, they're about to attack, which is what was missing from last game. Oh, didn't, didn't, so, or, or maybe I did notice, but just didn't pay attention, if that makes didn't sense. Didn't internalize it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that, that mechanic alone lends itself better to uh, this being a beginner-friendly punch-out. Because in the last one, it, it can be confusing sometimes of, wait, when does the attack actually come out? Oh, okay, it hit. Um, especially when you have weird, like, um, like uh, Mr. Sandman's jabs. They're very much just, like, keyframe animated, where it's just fist pulled back, fist forward. There's uh-huh. no fluid smooth. 
Uh, in this, there is very much that, that fluidity that helps with dodging. And then you have that flash of red, just in case you missed it. Um, so on. Yeah, I, I didn't know it. So as I say, I may, maybe I did. Um, after that, you've got Disco Kid, which I, d- I didn't recognize at all. But he did, like, to me, I wanted to punch him because he seemed like a twat. <laughs> so uh, they got- did their job. Uh, Disco Kid, yeah, he, like we said last night, he's the only new character for this. Oh, I haven't, I haven't recognized anyone so far. Did Von Kaiser used to do that stupid little shuffle left and right all the time? <laughs> That's well, cool. Yeah. Uh, no, oh, no, 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 no. On the and the next one, it was just his head sprite moved. Like he did a wah wah wah, and then he would punch. Oh yeah, yeah. Ah, right, right. Mm. So um, yeah, so this disco kid is is pretty much the main main new addition, isn't he? He's probably the most vocal out of all of them. He uh, really wants you to know. Here it comes. He really wants you to dodge his punches, which I think is very nice of him. Plus, I I think like um, it's very hard. I would imagine it's very hard. I've never designed one. But mm-hmm. to get everything about a character into just the visuals. And so having these little vocal ticks, I, th- I think really help with uh, fleshing out the character in terms of giving them a little bit more character by having him go, here it comes. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, he's very. There's nothing really special about Disco Kid, really. He's just kind of another jobber you put down. Fair enough. Um, after that. So I'll I'll finish my monologue of fighters with a yeah. guy who's gigantic, and <laughs> if you manage to knock him down, he seems to be unable to get back up again, even if he wanted to. Um, I think he might need some sort of crane to get in and out of the ring. And that is King Hippo, sir. He is he is <laughs> the, he was the face of Punch Out for a long time. Like in the cartoon, oh, really, the Punch Out person was King Hippo. Uh, yeah, he he was very uh, very much the face because he's like the first puzzle fighter you used to have to fight in NES where it's like, okay, how do I hit this guy? And the trick was just, okay, once you know his trick, okay, he's easy. How, how do we Hippo do it? Holds a, I think he holds a special place for me because as as a as a young gun, I think like he almost felt like he was going to break through as being a, a mainstay sort of Nintendo character. Because you sort of you saw him on the TV all the time you, in like the Captain N cartoon yep, things, yep. and you'd see him all over. The, and I was always thinking, like, is he a Punch Out character? Is he somehow involved in Kid Icarus and all sorts? And you'd be like, and you couldn't you couldn't tell. You'd just see him everywhere. And then like when you actually played him in the game, it was the comedy effect because you'd see his, his pants drop down and his boxer shorts and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and I don't know. He was also, he like, that... for me, he was also the one we all got stuck on first. Like, he was the first wall. Like, man, how do you meet mm. King Hippo? You'd always Punch have him in his big fat mouth. Little... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just punch him in the mouth and then punch him in the <laughs> kidney or whatever your stomach is. You know, whatever is in there. And job done. Lots of pineapples from, uh, from what the little intro. Oh, we didn't mention little intro cutscenes. Um, I was disappointed by the intro cutscenes when I first played it because they're not cutscenes at all. They're just like slides showing who you're going to fight and a little bit about them. I was really hoping they would do kind of an animated cutscene. But you mean the animated cutscene for the fighters or what? what yeah, you yeah. Like instead of getting the slides of like Glass Joe in France and then he's eating a baguette and stuff, you, you would have an animated like maybe they come into the ring kind of thing. Like, I was always a little disappointed uh, by just yeah. fancy PNGs, and that's it. Mm-hmm. They all look nice, and I'm like, like looking at them now, yeah, they're, they're a fun little bit of characterization, but I was disappointed at the time. I think that's the thing that got me about, like, you know, the sort of budget constraint idea I had going into it. I was thinking, oh God, what's going on here? But it's, you know, you get over it quick. And it's only a silly cutscene, isn't it? Uh, Piston Honda, he is... Yeah, your character from from the NES NES Punch Out game, um, but yeah, he's he's quite a quite a hardcore guy. He's got quite a few beefy sort of hits behind him, um, and in this version, I don't know a bit bit more sort of musty looking. Sorry, I'm working off fucking pictures here. This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to be useless here. Apologies. 
Okay, well, I don't I, remember I, anything about his characteristics at all. Well, I know it was a beat um, many times. Uh, Craig, you want you want to go? Or you want me to take over? Hey, I I can go if you want. That's that's absolutely yeah, sure. Uh, take it up to a great tiger. That's fine. Yeah. Um. So, uh, let me just Google a picture. <laughs> just look at that. Oh no, wait, hang on. That's that's a picture of Mike. Uh, no, no. So, uh, Asian dude, awesome. Um, very serious. The first samurai. Ve- oh, super, <clears throat> super serious. He is the first, the first character or the first fighter of the second circuit, and he has an absolutely mental punch, punch, punch kind of like rapid fire jabby thing. But what he does, and this is where things started falling into place, is. He's got really funky eyebrows that go totally mental when he's going to get yeah, you. They, they do the little... <laughs> <laughs> wiggle, yeah. yep. So it's just absolutely... If he does that, just just punch him straight in the face. And that's like... That's pretty <laughs> that's much it. Life if he's, advice. Yeah, if he's charging up his shot, just punch him. So you can you can like uppercut him when he's going to punch you. And if his eyes twitch, you jab him in the face. It's basically like... Cutting them off just before he hits you, and that's him deaded. Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty much. Yeah, Piston Hondo is one that I very rarely take the offense on, just because it's very hard to miss that tell. Oh, just, yeah. Um, the next guy after him is your. Uh, oh, what's his name? It, and he Canadian is man? from the game. He's the only one that I know from this whole game. Um, Bear Hugger. Uh, Bear hugger. Bear hugger, there we go. Let's wait and see if we got it. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, I was just saying, I don't have my phone. <laughs> uh, he's actually not that different in this than he is. It's pretty much if you've, like, I mean, I... Punch, uh, punch him in the face. It's just kind, of, it's the kind face. of the double-edged sword of the Punch-Out series, is if you know someone's tricks and they bring that boxer back, it's pretty easy to take them down. I mean, mm-hmm. when, once you get, you know, once you get their tricks again, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, he's the guy that does the, the wham. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Bear Hugger's never been a hurdle for me after Super Punch-Out oh. in this one. And it's, in, what do you call it? Fish fly off his face. I'm assuming salmon fly off his face. Yeah, I'm, yep. Um, he also drinks full bottles of maple syrup like any true Canadian does. So mm-hmm. I got to give him credit on that. Yeah. Uh, moving on from that, we do have uh, <laughs> Tiger King. No, that's the TV program. That is. Uh, Great Tiger. Great Tiger. Another so pullover this, from NES. Well, this, this is where I fell down, and it was not through... The tells are still there. He's got a jewel in his turban that, that glows. He clones mm-hmm. himself, and the, the jewel glows on the one that's going to hit him. You can dodge a lot. If you knock him down, he absolutely gets up and leathers you with, like, uppercuts. Um... And I just, I got, to, I just, I just, I could see all the component parts, but I couldn't put it together, so gave up. Pretty, yeah, this pretty is quickly. about the point where not only do you have to notice the tell, but you have to be fast. Yeah, I, I, that's probably my downfall. I'll be honest here. <laughs> no, yeah, that, that's fine. I mean, I mean, conking out at Great Tiger isn't isn't a terrible. I mean. It's perfectly fine. I I, I don't like. Uh, he pretty much did the same thing in the NES. I mean, it was a lot less animated. Let me tell you what. Mm. But um, yeah, he he's always been pretty easy to counterpunch for me. So I've never really had too much trouble with him. Good for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not really uh, bragging or anything. <laughs> uh, the title <laughs> fight for the major circuit is a Don Flamenco. Um. He is a, a very proud Spanish man who loves his rose. Um, nothing really special about Don Flamenco. He's just kind of a test of everything you've learned up to this point. Kind of like Macho Man was in the last game. Um, all I do know is the man likes to uppercut. And he really <laughs> likes to uppercut. He he has this weird... Uh, his tell is whenever he's about to punch, he like um, twists his wrists... Like, he just jiggles his wrist, so whenever you see that coming, it's like, okay, okay, here comes a punch. He's very much a dodge-and-counter kind of guy. I don't really take the uh, offense with Don Flamenco. It's just dodge, punch, dodge, punch, dodge, punch. Uh, Mike, anything on uh, old Don Flamenco? Um, not really, no. 
Okay. All right. <laughs> Perfectly fine. Uh, so, so next up, we have the resident cokehead of the Punch Out lineup, and that is our good buddy Aaron Ryan. He is mental in this game. Like, I mean, to the point where, uh, like, when when you do the, you know, how you click on the person, then you say fight, then it brings up the loading screen that's like little Mac on the left, Aaron Ryan on the right kind of thing. Uh-huh. Where it says, you know, versus, gives your stats and all that stuff. I mean, like, like he comes over to, like, little Mac's side and he starts taunting him and he's like, ah! He's just nuts in this game. Did lose the rat tail, though. So, uh, he he's a little bit better. Uh, this This guy is probably the hardest fight in the game for me. Because he he has tells, but he is like if you get a chance, Google the the fight on the Wii. Next we have a Soda Popinski, um, who everybody knows the trivia, but I don't think Craig knows. No. Um, <laughs> I want you to guess what countries he's from when I tell you his original name. Okay, okay. his original name was Vodka Drunginski. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> really. <laughs> Yes, that was his original that's, name. They changed it to Soda Popinski. That's even at Soda Popinski, I would have guessed Russia. Um, well, uh, the, the vodka's just in case you didn't quite get that last that's, one. That's rough. Um, his trick is that he really likes soda. We'll go with soda. Um, and he constantly brings the soda into the ring with him. And if you manage to. Uh, Pop the soda bottle out of his hand. Boy, does he get very angry. Um, very much based around... Uh, I don't know if either of you guys would have run into it on Super Punch-Out. But you know the the um, the uppercut where they drop like onto their haunches and then just jump up with the uppercut? Mm-hmm. Are they almost disappear off the bottom of the screen? Yeah, yeah. They, they crouch down really low. Uh, he's very much um, a built around dodging flurries of those. Especially if you hit the soda bottle. Um was a wall for me uh, on the NES for sure uh, back then. Here he he's he's not terrible. It's more like can you dodge uppercuts? If yes, you win. If no, try again. All right. Uh, moving on, we have Bald Bull. We did discuss Bald Bull last episode. Um, I really like the way they over animate him here. That charge here is beautiful because boy does he get up ahead of steam. Um, but it's still just as much of a cool idea to have it be a uh, zero-sum game of did you punch, did you not, you're toast. Uh, so I, I still really like Bald Bull in this. And then we have Super Macho Man, who we also discussed last time. There's not really anything new here other than he looks older and his pecs are even weirder looking. It's a strange mix-up, though. It seems like a, a good number of these top contenders are always just thrown around in, in each punch-out game. You might find them in the in the lower circuits or at the very top, you, you can't you can't really tell, can you? I would imagine for this, they really had to go with okay, we haven't had a punch out game in so long. Let's bring back the characters people remember, as opposed mm-hmm. to hey, let's make a whole bunch of new ones like they did with Super Punch Out, because that was fairly quick of a turnaround after the first one. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I, I would imagine that's why they went with. I mean, even the champion in this is Mr. Sandman, which I do oh. believe Mr. Mr. Sandman belongs as the champion um even more scary in this um they give him a bit of a visual makeover now he looks like a proper 80s boxer um he's he's a very scary man in this and since this has now turned into the dave monologue again let's quickly start to wrap this up so after you defeat and this is the coolest part about punch out right after you defeat mr sandman you go into uh, you get well, you get the credits and you know you get your little score and all that and the credits are a fun little mini game where you can punch words, uh, kind of like the actually kind of a lot like the Smash Brothers credits where you shoot the words. Oh, but yeah, yeah. More importantly, you get something called title defense mode, and title defense mode is where you have to refight all the boxers, but they're slightly different. Like, um, they they try to um, shore up their weaknesses. Like, Glass Joe wears protective headgear. And uh, Von Kaiser's head, he he, try, he works on really trying not to do it so much. And every every uh, fighter has a little bit of a tweak to them that makes them fun to refight. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm not going to go through all the different changes. Because, again, that would be the Dave monologue punch-out show. Um, 
but it is it's 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 a lot of fun it, it's doesn't quite feel like they made a whole bunch of new boxers but there's just enough of a okay i remember this guy's trick oh hey this is what they did switch it it's if you know monster hunter it's kind of like fighting subspecies oh, where it's like okay. oh this time they, they use lightning oh cool um if you can get to the end of that and this is the one thing i have a div- as a disappointment is if you get to the end of that, you were originally, and everybody knows this trivia if you know Punch Out, but for people who don't, um, you were supposed to fight Princess Peach. And she was going to be the end boss of Punch Out. And I think that is really cool. But seems Nintendo had a problem with people punching women, which arguably I could sort of understand. So she's not the end boss. Instead, Donkey Kong is. And uh, I have only managed to beat Donkey Kong once. But um, he's a very good end fight for this game. If you manage to defeat Donkey Kong, you get to, uh, It's almost like a survival mode. Uh, where you just see how far you can get through the roster. Without uh, getting knocked down. And after you lose that three times, you retire and your save file is locked. Oh my god. So it, it it's kind of a nice little epilogue to the whole little Mac career of like, oh yeah, then he then he then he died. Probably of massive head trauma. Uh-huh. But okay, so sorry to blitz through that really quick, but we we should end this. Um alright, so we have a couple things I do want to discuss here. Number one. This has been immensely interesting getting you guys to play something that you're not familiar with in your case, Craig, and you're not a huge fan of, Mike, on your end. Like, to me, Punch-Out! is Nintendo. They are an integral part of Nintendo for me. I mean, that might just be because I grew up with the NES game and Little Mac was as popular as some of your B-tier stuff. Like, Little Mac was popular than the Ice Climbers and Clue Clue Land and stuff like that. Um, He was kind of always B-tier, like right below Mario, about the same level as Donkey Kong. In terms of, oh, he's a popular Nintendo character. Um, So it's very interesting to see a series that I equate with video games. As in, if you play video games, surely you've played Punch-Out. And that's not the case. No, not the case at all. Um, So, for you guys, I mean... If this, if we weren't doing the show, and I, Craig, I, I drove by your house and threw a copy of Punch Out into your window, and you're just like, oh yeah, okay, it's it's somebody threw a cartridge through my window, I'll try it. Would it stick with you? Like in five years, would you remember? Oh yeah, Punch Out. So like Punch Out is just not, it's not entered my brain as being one of the greats of Nintendo because. It's just none of it holds that in my brain. Yeah, so not so not so. Uh, out of curiosity, like about or lesser than like F Zero, which is another like forgotten Nintendo thing. Um, we're we're playing an F Zero game soon. We are, we are. We'll, we'll talk about it then. We will. But... It'll be the first time I've ever touched an F Zero game. Oh wow! I didn't know. Hey, that's great. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> so it's a, it's. <laughs> Uh, Mike, just so you're you're aware, it's F Zero GX, which is a hell of a one to start on. Hmm, Nagashi one. Yeah, it is very fast, Craig. I'm very curious to see what you think. Uh, but this isn't the F Zero show. Okay, so so for you, this hasn't so much been a an enlightening. Oh wow, there was a Nintendo franchise I didn't know. This has very much been a. Huh, okay, there was a boxing game. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's, that's fair. That's, that's perfectly fair. Um. That's fine. I mean, I'm sure there's... I don't know if there's many franchises I'm not familiar with. But if we want to cross one, this will be an interesting uh, uh, comparing point. Because for me, Nintendo stuff is is S-tier, man. It's uh-huh. that big. I, Mike! I get it. I get oh, God. God. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, you. Um, so, Punch-Out! It is not a constant... Th- you're not looking forward to a sequel. You're... Just kind of a yeah, it was a thing I used to play, and I'll boot it up every once in a while. But that's it. I don't. I think I'm just too old. I think it's that point where, when I was younger, I really wanted to master the insides and outs of it, and 
I didn't really get enough opportunity to do so because, of course, it was at other people's houses and all sorts. Um, mm-hmm. I did, I did play a lot of Punch Out. Sort of like when I first discovered emulation, I, I just faff about for a hell of a long time. But I think it's just a byproduct of the world we're in right now, where I don't get to immerse myself fully in a single game, knowing I get to, you know, come back to it in a few weeks and go oh I can beat this boss now with ease and you know and the replayability games isn't isn't the sort of lifestyle I live with games anymore so it's sort of I think it's no, in a, yeah I understand that it's in a hard place where I can't just go oh I remember how to do this bit and, and, and like you already know my memory is absolutely shocking I'm not going to remember I, it's only through trial and error and uh, finally after being beat a few times that I'll go oh actually I remember how to do this now and it's sort of like Mike has already just... forgotten that he's on the podcast. I know, just for the I, listener. I literally completed this game, and I was talking to you in a little break before about the the sort of post game bit. But and I remembered that, but I don't. You know, I I just I'm terrible at this sort of stuff. So it's sort of well, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't sell yourself too short, right? Because you remember these weird, obscure things about like Shining Force. Which everybody's like, oh yeah, that was a thing, and you're like, no, Shining Force. I remember that's where you take your centaur. Yeah, you know, like like uh, it just seems like it just didn't make an impact on you. I don't know. I don't. I, I, like I said, I, I always, I'm always first to bring it up and say, you know, bring it up as a sort of like a difficulty gauge. And for me, memorization of patterns is a difficult thing. It's probably just not the way my brain works. I'm guessing, but but it was always a really strong sort of accomplishment for me if I ever did anything in a punch-out game. Um, and I don't know, that's just not something... For something this bite-sized, like, say, Virtua Cop. In Virtua Cop, you shoot a few things, there's no real learning curve. Once you get to the end, you go, I've done it. I've completed Virtua Cop, that's it. The only difference was in the first stage, I shot two people at the same time. In the last stage, I shot five people at the same time. In punch out you're having to learn so many different things and it's a bit of an ask for someone over a game which is only going to last potentially an hour and a half or so and it's sort of like i don't know i don't that it doesn't gel with the way i play games i appreciate it and i think if i was a bit younger say i was in my teens or something like that this would be something especially at the moment if i was in lockdown and things like that and i had nothing else to do this is something i'd gorge on and i'd i'd absolutely love it but I don't know, the the world of Punch-Out doesn't resonate with me as much as I hold the series in high esteem. I still think it's a big Nintendo thing. You know, it's 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 above all sort of like the Mario sports titles for me, definitely. And it's, I'd say I'd put it... That's a tricky one for me. Yeah, but, uh, you know... Mario um, Golf is a thing. And ooh, ooh, Mario Golf is, is delicious. Uh, no, no, I but, understand. And like, this leads to a larger question that isn't just about Punch-Out!, but um, again, I love I love doing this show with you guys because you guys are so damn different from me. Like, like it's weird that we all have the same hobby, right? Like, this is just weird. Um, so when you guys, let's say you're playing Virtua Cop, Mike, you're not just like in the back of your head going, "Okay, first guy comes out from the left, second guy comes out from the right, third guy comes in the middle." Oh, look, that guy's behind the barrel. You don't memorize as you go. You're kind of more of a twitch kind of guy. I- yeah, in the past, it, Lethal Enforcers, with my friend had it on Sega CD, I think, and we used to go over there, we'd piss about a bit, and he'd memorise everything, but he had the game, he'd play it constantly, you know, if you're spending that much money on the stuff, you, you're going to play the hell out of it, but for me, yeah. just coming in as a casual person, it'd be like, what's my reflex skill like, that's it, that's all there was, okay. there was no, I'm memorising this, unless we'd played it so many times to the point that memorisation became a byproduct of playing it, sort of. Not an active... Is there a game that's burned into your muscle memory like that? Well, I guess the Street Fighter special moves is one thing for sure. But that's that's also a byproduct of just playing it too many times. It's not like that. Yeah. Seeked out the you know the motion of doing it. I don't know. I don't know. That's funny. We, we gun, gun game-wise, the one that I'm going through right now is my trying to claw my way to the top of Pistol Whip again. And you do have to... You can't muscle memory it or you can't twitch it. You need to actively remember where everyone's coming in and when to shoot who and when to reload. And it becomes very mechanical. But I, I quite enjoy that side of things. I just 
don't enjoy it with punch out Okay, okay. Well, that, that was going to be my same question to you: Is are you more of a uh, a memory based yeah player I, than I, you are? I would definitely, I would memory my way through because it's it's like the op. The, I suppose the opposite for Mike. It's in my brain is wild as I would remember what happens when and just deal with it. Because, because, like, like after Mike said that, something kind of clicked for me. Where I, I guess if you are a Twitch player then this won't uh, get its hooks into you near as much as the, okay, I need to remember, okay, so after he wiggles his head the second time, he does an uppercut. You know, like, I'm very much that kind of, I mean, again, that's probably why I love Monster Hunter so much, is it's the, okay, so wait, when they move to the left, that means he's going to swing his tail from the right. Okay, got it. You know, that kind of stuff, I very much like that. So, yeah, maybe maybe um, Punch-Out! is a fun kind of litmus test for what kind of gamer you are in terms of do you enjoy memorizing boss patterns or, or and I mean I have an upper limit like some of those souls bosses towards the end like the four phase bosses okay that's too far but I enjoy that style of play so yeah yeah that's cool this is kind of like an acid test for what kind of gamer we all are and for Craig for for you it seems like a lot of it was just I can't be arsed um like like I meant maybe if the theme was different maybe you know things like that Okay, that that's interesting. So um, I do want to state out, out loud what everybody is thinking. This is the biggest dud that has been picked for a main game. Um, and I find that in, incredibly interesting. <laughs> um, Did we not? Yoshi's Island was a main game. Yeah, but we all had really, really interesting things to say about it. And we all came down very divisive on it. Like, yeah. this is not calling you guys out at all, but this is very much a you two saying, yeah, it's okay. And me going, dude, it's great. It, it, this is very uh, strange episode for us. So, I think some uh, of it's lost are... in translation, though, because it, it's, it's definitely something I like. It's just... It, there's a time and a place. There's time and place for games. Sometimes. Well, that's what I was. Uh, well, yeah, like, like you didn't. Uh, that, that, this is gonna make me sound like an asshole, but I don't mean it to be that way. It, like you didn't like it enough to finish it, kind of thing. Like, like you may like it, but you obviously don't like it. Um, like, like it enough. Yeah, yeah. You don't. <laughs> this, this hasn't clicked with you as much as it did with me. And I thought everybody clicked with Punch Out because I, I haven't really met many people that have played video games and not loved Punch Out. Like, oh, it's bollocks, though. Well, well, now I know that's definitely bollocks. But I mean, <laughs> I don't meet too many people in real life that I talk to games about. But most people are like, yeah, Punch Out is great. It's a soda Pupinski. Yeah, you know, you know that that kind of stuff. Um, like Punch Out still appears on T-shirts and stuff here. Um, I really? Mean, if you go to like, if you go to like GameStop, yeah, you'll see the little Mac there and the little King Hippo or something. Yeah, it's still. Mm. I mean, it's not everywhere, but you'll still see a Punch Out shirt every once in a while from like Hot Topic or GameStop or somebody. Wow. So I've so never yeah. seen a Punch Out shirt. Well, um, <laughs> judging from America, they only appear in XXXL. Uh, so you might not be shopping in that section. Uh, but yeah, yeah, like like punch out nostalgia is a thing here. It's it's Ugh. I don't want to overstate it at all, but you know what I mean. You'll see like sh- crappy merchandise from it, that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm I'm glad we did it. I'm sorry if this has not been the best episode to listen to, listener. Uh, most of our episodes are not like this. This is very much a, a a one-off thing. I will try to be a little more cognizant in the future when I when I pick games. But um, I enjoyed myself. Screw you guys. The end? I, I don't know. <laughs> um, we don't really need to do final thoughts. We already did final thoughts on this kind of thing. Yeah. So um, uh, let me wrap it up, I guess. You guys have anything else you want to say? Um, no. No, I think that's a, that's a classic TKO from you there, Dave. <laughs> Knockout. Uh, okay, so, um, so, our next pick episode is going to be Divinity: Original Sin 2. You've heard us talk about it on many different podcasts. Now we're finally going to knuckle down and do episodes on it. Uh, so, if you have anything to say about Divinity: Original Sin 2, uh, you can let us know on the website and all that. Yada 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 yada. Uh, you know all that stuff. Um, our next retro rewind game, we are not quite sure of yet. 
But when we get back to you, we should know, which will probably be the episode. Other than that, uh, thank you very much for listening. Again, we're sorry this was a bit of a weird one, and it's probably a little short after we edit it down. So uh, our apologies, and we will do better next time. So thank you very much for sticking with us, and we will catch you next time on Divinity Original Sin 2. Mm-hmm.